Unwired. Unwired. Why would we call it unwired? We're leading to the day where we are unwired. Welcome to Unwired. I admit today's going to be a weird show already, so let's just get to it. Okay, well, don't sound so excited, Robert. <laughs> All right, I'm Victoria, and I'm here with Robert. That's me. Today, Robert suggested a topic for the for the show. Yes, my wife has this phrase that she says her mother always says. And I can't do it in the Jamaican accent, but just imagine. The phrase is, cheapness buys dearness. Do you want to try it? No. I don't want to offend any Jamaicans who may be listening, so I'll just say it again. Cheapness buys dearness. I'll, I'll, I'll record my wife saying it, and then we can play it later. Sounds good. Let's do that. So what does that mean? All right. So in West Indian culture, something that's dear is expensive. Okay. So the phrase basically translates to cheapness buys expensiveness. In other words, every, when you go real cheap, you end up spending more than if you had just spent the right amount in the first place. I gotta agree with that. Yeah, you know, and I struggle with that because I try to always look for the best value when it comes to buying AV equipment. The cheaper the better. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cheaper is not always the better. And that's what, even after all these years, I'm learning. Um, I don't like to go with the first price that I see. Right. So if I see a mixer is sixteen I'm going to look for the opportunity to get it 15 Why are you making up your face? Though That's the price of mixers. Okay. Okay. I mean, you can get a $900. In fact, that's the whole point. If you see a mixer for $1,600, sometimes our mindset is, no, there has to be something cheaper. Yeah. And just because something is less expensive does not mean it's ch it's better. Of course. I cheaper agree. Cheaper is sometimes cheaper. I agree. Okay. So, fighting against my natural tendency to say, hey, this thing is $1,600, but I should be able to find it someplace for less money. Either find it used, either find someone who's selling it because they no longer need it, or you look for a knockoff, a product that's similar but less expensive. Okay. Okay, so that's the prevailing mindset. When, um, as you saw, that I have bought a couple of microphones that we're using for this show. Yes. And we like them. Yes, we do. They weren't expensive. True. However, the next day, there was a couple of microphones that came out on Amazon for a tremendously lower price. Cheaper. How much cheaper? A whole lot cheaper, like a tenth of the price. <laughs> so imagine you get a great pair of Tascam, what are these, P51-something or the other odd microphones. You got, I got a pair of them for $51, which is a great price, and they work really well. Mm-hmm. And then a pair of no-name microphones came out on sale. Usually it's $10 a piece. They were on sale for $5 a piece. And you bought them. Yes. Well, how would I know if they're any good if I don't buy them? Yeah, we still have them. Yes, we still have them. And we've used them how many times? We tried them separately from these mics. Right. And they sounded 
okay. Yeah, they sounded okay. But then we recorded a show <laughs> with those mics and the cheap ones. Hey, right. That was the show with our intern. Yes. And then what happened? I had to cut out every part where he wasn't talking to take out the ambient noise because it was picking up everything. <laughs> so in that case, going cheap resulted in money that we can't really recoup. We're not going to be able to use those mics in a production environment, are we? No. Not even close, right? No. Okay. So in that case, the $10 wasn't really worth it. I don't think so. No. Okay. So, that is the first example. It's useful when we record shows with our intern. (laughs) So, you can cut out his audio? No, I keep the part where he's talking, but when he's not talking, I cut him out because it's... It's still picking up. Yeah. Okay. So, those were cheap. Yes. I mean, really cheap. But how could you bypass $5 microphones? You know, admit it out there. You would have bought them, too. Okay, but let me... Say this, though. You spent $10 to save money on your microphones, right? No. Okay, in this instance, I wasn't trying to save money. I wasn't trying to replace any microphones. I just wanted to see what they were about. Okay, but the money you saved on those microphones is not money you saved at the end of the day because I spend more time taking audio out. Ah, so you're saying the amount of time I'm spending paying you. Exactly. Oh, okay. I see your point. You know Therefore, what? you're not really saving money. Not really saving any money, am I? No. Okay, I guess I'll be buying other microphones to replace those. Uh, no, I mean, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to complain. But. Yeah, well, thanks for bringing it to my attention. <laughs> uh. All right, you know what? This it seems like this is a good time for a break. Okay. And we'll come back with more examples of how cheapness buys dearness. Unwired. Space Age Consulting LLC is your premier audiovisual production and consultation company servicing small businesses, nonprofit organizations, and houses of worship. Space Age can assist you with your video marketing, commercial production, and with live streaming your events. Contact us for your audio and visual needs or even if you have questions about what to purchase or how to use what you currently have. After all, we take the technical and make it understandable. SpaceH-LLC.com We're leading to the day where we are unwired. We're back to Unwired. Thank you to our sponsors and our listeners. And remember to support our sponsors because they support us. And we in turn support you. So it's that whole circle of life thing. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was deep, Robert. Yeah, profound. Yeah, uh, we have those moments every now and again. Yep. All right, so what are we talking about today? Cheapness buys dearness. Yes. All right, are you, are you starting to understand that concept of that Jamaican proverb? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I do. I don't know if our listeners do. Yeah, well, okay, so I'll give another example. I mean, I think before the break, it, it was a good example. Because yeah. you ended up spending more money. Yeah, in the long run, I <laughs> ended up spending more money. Um, Here's another example. Um, 9-volt rechargeable batteries. Don't bother. Nobody makes a good 9-volt rechargeable. I challenge you, the listener, to introduce me to any company that makes good 9-volt rechargeable batteries. You're better off just buying 
good pro cell at Duracell makes pro cell. Um, there's good pro level nine volt batteries. Do not buy rechargeable nine volt batteries. Because in less than six months, you'll be throwing them away. They don't hold charge as well. They take forever to recharge. It's not worth your money. Do not try to go cheap. So we've covered microphones and batteries. Yes. Okay? What about... And now batteries, not just 9-volt batteries. Camera batteries. There is... um, Let's say the Canon. Canon makes... You have the whole line of DSLRs, and they all take the same battery. LP... Dash E6 batteries. Yes, I know it by heart because I have like 50 of them. Now, the prevailing thought is always buy Canon batteries, right? Right. What would be the downside of buying knockoff batteries off of companies shall remain unnamed? (laughs) Yeah, so what's the downside? What do you think a downside would be? (sighs) Wouldn't last as long. Yeah, it wouldn't last as long. Yeah, that's usually what happens. They don't have the same amount of milliamps, if you want to get really nerdy. They don't have the same amount of power that the Canon batteries do. But you might be able to find some that do have the same amount of power. What's the other issue? Come on, you know what can go wrong. Anything can go wrong. That's the problem. Anything can go wrong. They can damage your your camera or they can damage your charger. Because the Canon chargers, um, they're able to read the voltages of the batteries. So once it gets to a certain level, it automatically shuts off. However, if that the voltage amount is incorrect, let's say it's supposed to be charging at, and these are just examples. These are not perfect. This is not Canon's um, um, information. But let's suppose let's say it's supposed to be charging at five volts. Mm-hmm. But these batteries, they don't accept 5 volts, so they're accepting 2. So the Canon charger is, is trying to push 5 volts into there. It's only accepting 2, and they explode. These batteries can explode. Not horrific burn-your-house-down explosions, but explosions that could damage your charger. Look on YouTube. It's happened. So there's the thought that you shouldn't buy just your old generic order it from across the seas batteries right now i will admit i do have some knockoff batteries and i had one that died within a month therefore that money i spent on it was just right after the warranty period expired of course well of course so there you go that 15 dollars that i was saving because canon batteries are not cheap that 15 dollars that i thought i saved i ended up throwing out the window what a waste what a waste how about you? Do you have any more examples? Oh, wow. Putting me on the spot. Of course. Well, not with AV material, but... It doesn't matter. That that quote isn't just for AV. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll step back from this topic. No, I did buy shoes that were very pretty, but very very cheap, and they ended up killing my feet, so... Ouch. Yeah, yeah that's not fun. No. Oh, you know, I forget that. Bags, equipment bags. Mm-hmm. Now I know you said shoes. Would you like to tell us which brand you were trying to buy? I don't even remember. But you know, sometimes I go to Payless because they have some decent shoes. Right. And I needed shoes for my sister's wedding, and they were gorgeous. And I tried them at the store, and 
they were fine. Were them outside? I peeled skin off my feet because Ouch. of it. It was awful. So painful. Ouch. Ooh. Not worth it. Oh, I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have learned this lesson with bags, equipment bags. Mm-hmm. There are certain things you just should not go cheap with. Do not buy cheap tripods. No. I have a house full of cheap tripods. <laughs> the only reason they're still full because I have a problem throwing things away. Ooh. But I had cheap tripod. Don't do it. You're putting your one of your most expensive items on something with three little legs. You want that to be the sturdiest thing because if your camera drops in the middle of your production, your production's over. There's there's no duct taping your camera to get it to no. work properly. And that's losing a lot of money between breaking yep. the camera yep. and then you lose the contract. Right. And- yeah. yeah, you lose your client, you embarrass yourself, you know, it, it's not worth the time. You get Just, a bad review online. Exactly. Yelp, your Yelp will be, this guy didn't know how to buy his equipment, why would you trust him? So, yeah. invest in a good tripod, okay? Bags. Once again, you're carrying your equipment around in these things. I have bought cheap bags. They tear Within 20 days, they're just absolutely useless. There's no padding to them. So if something does happen, they fall off your cart, your equipment gets damaged. Mm-hmm. Just pay money for good. If you're going to spend $7,000 on a Canon C200, which, you know, if you check out my video review of my trip to NAB New York, this Canon C200 is is really good. Yes, it has 8-bit. But anyway, going off track. Um if you're going to spend $8,000 on a camera, including all the accessories, the lenses, whatever you have to put on it, why would you pay $50 for a bag to hold it? You don't value your equipment that way. That's where cheapness will buy dearness when you have to send your equipment to be repaired because it fell and broke because you had a cheap bag. You know, there's also, you might want to go even cheaper and buy just a random bag, but... You can't do that. You need a bag that's made to carry this kind of equipment. Yep. I've done that as well. I mean, these <laughs> these are all experiences that I've been through. So um, uh, I've bought bags which didn't hold the equipment properly. So I always have to tear down everything. And that puts extra wear and tear on your camera equipment mm-hmm. as you're tearing it down putting it back together tearing it down putting it back together you're wearing down the contacts yeah. and eventually it'll fail on you so a bag where you can strap everything down without having to remove superfluous equipment would be great so think about that while you think about that how about we take a quick break we'll be right back unwired This segment has been brought to you by Sandy Audiovisual, the premier streaming company in the Washington, D.C. area. Also, the prime provider for audiovisual equipment for rental or purchase. See them at savweb.com. That's savweb.com. We're leading to the day where we are unwired. Welcome back to Unwired. I have the perfect example of trying to be cheap and ending up costing yourself more money. Okay, go ahead. Pirated software. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, back when I started out. <laughs> you always make it sound like it was so long ago. <laughs> well, they don't need to know how old I am. But um, back when I started out, pirating software was a way for you to really test out what's good and what's bad. Now, mm -hmm. this, you didn't get very much software on the internet. You'd have to trade between people. Okay. okay? And you could usually trust that person. That person will give you, so, hey, try this out. And you'll try it out. And, of course, companies were doing key codes and different things to lock you out of it. But there was usually workarounds. Now, the point was always for you to test it out. And once you liked it, you would buy it. Okay. Okay. I'm not condoning pirated software. I'm sure none of my listeners pirate software. But now, fast forward to today, where it's fairly easy to pirate software. Easy mm -hmm. in terms of finding it. Yeah. Easy in terms of... Um, getting a key coder, uh, a key gen may or a key maker to get you the different codes to use the software. Mm -hmm. But what's been instituted now is viruses that are hidden within these pirated software. Right. So you think, oh, I'm saving this $300 for not having to buy this um, editing software, audio editing, video editing, whatever. I'm going to save this $300. But you unwittingly put a virus on your computer, mm -hmm. which, of course, always happens to cause problems when you're in the middle of a big project. Of course. What's and the fun in it otherwise? Exactly. And so now you have to shut your computer down and you can't use it. And your project over, you know, you run over on your project time and you have this big mess just because you were trying to save $300. Well, no, you end up spending more money. You end up spending more money because now you have to wipe out the computer. You're losing. You have downtime. You're losing clients. You're losing production time. And the other thing is you often have to um, configure your operating system to not look. You have to look, configure your antivirus software. Don't look at this um, program because it might flag it as an issue. You have to program your computer. Don't do updates on this because <laughs> updates will break what you broke so then it won't work anymore hmm. and you really have the time to go through all that hassle no of course not no it's not worth it anymore so your attempts to be cheap to save money end up costing you more money yeah that's it just yep no I, f I completely agree don't go cheap well yeah i don't know if it's fun if you just agree don't you have any counterpoint piracy is good I would never say that. <laughs> okay, good. So, just remember, kids, piracy is not good. Plus, it always ends badly. It always ends badly. Um, I had a fun experience like that. Really? Yeah. Care to share? Okay. Don't do what I did, though. <laughs> I had a pirated version of Audition. You know, as a student, I it wasn't my... Uh, I didn't get paid to work on Audition, so I didn't see why I would pay for it, honestly, but whatever she pays for it now folks I do, don't worry I do. about it <laughs> this was a long time ago yes and i decided to f finally decided that i would have to pay for a premiere so i did oh. and when i after paying for it it did not uh set up on my computer it didn't download so i wasn't able to have it so i had to contact Adobe and have them take control over my computer and <laughs> while they did that they noticed I had a pirated version of Audition and they got rid of that for me 
So you had embarrassment. You suffered embarrassment. Yeah. Well, they didn't make any comments about it, mm-hmm. but you know, afterwards, I'm like, oh, I don't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see, it's that trouble. You went through the whole trouble of you're trying to be legitimate now. Yeah. And install a good version, but now you're still having troubles in doing the installation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just not worth it sometimes. Oh no. Yeah. So these are some examples that we have where it doesn't pay to go cheap. We're not talking about um, really looking for good, low-cost brands. We're talking about being cheap just for the sake of being cheap. Oh, I don't want to buy the Sennheiser E85 microphone for $99, so I'm going to get this knockoff version off of website will not be named. And... It'll work just as well, but then you're having mm-hmm. trouble. The audio's cutting in and out. Other frequencies are jumping in. Uh, when you go to edit it, it sounds like garbage. Then you've wasted that money. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, actually, something a little bit different. But I, um, I wanted a, you know, some something to listen to music to because I don't want to put put the music on my phone, and. I went to a store and found this little MP3 player, but it was it looked like an iPod. But it wasn't an iPod. <laughs> yeah, I could tell when I listened to music off of it that it was not an iPod. Ah, okay. <laughs> Messed really up tell. your audio. Oh, completely. You not know, worth it. headphones as well. If you're going to do this work professionally, get real headphones. Mm. You know, I know there's some that say studio, there's some that say monitor, there's some that say professional. That doesn't mean you have to look for the most expensive headphones, but look for a good set from a trusted company. Read reviews, learn about these different products. There are a lot of people on YouTube now, you can just look up the model and find out what other people have tested and what they have to say about Mm. it. Um, on our Space Age webpage, we review a lot of different products. And so it can give you... Uh, we do a lot of comparisons yeah. uh, between products. Where we did a monitor comparison for an off-camera monitor. And it'll help you make your choice between spending $800. Do you have to spend $800? Mm-hmm. Can you go less? What do you lose when you go less? So those are the things you want to look at. Just don't be cheap for the sake of being cheap because guaranteed you will spend more. Cheapness buys dearness. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. (laughs) All right. I think that's all the time we have for today. I mean, we could try to make more time, but I don't think you'll listen. I don't know. Maybe they have other things to do. Exactly. You don't want to just spend all your time listening to us, do you? Yes, you do. Tune in next week where we talk about... We'll... Well, just tune in next week and you'll find out what we're talking about. (laughs) All right. See you next week. Unwired. Unwired. Why would we call it unwired? We're leading to the day where we are unwired.